Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance. I'm your host, Bo Marchand, and we're joined with Coach Perry. We're also going to have a featured player after we talk with Coach Perry about the previous game and some highlights against their road game against the Lions this week. Coach, tough loss, 6-0 loss at home uh, off a disappointment from the offense. Defensively, one of those games where you probably had to pat every kid on the back and say, damn, you guys really, really – did a phenomenal job, especially if you talked about Woomer, that running back, and you kind of held him under wraps compared to, what, 2020 when you said he really had a, a field day. But uh, I guess let's kind of dive into your thoughts on the game, game one of the first year, game of the year. Well, certainly uh, not how we drew it up. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think there's anyone uh, in America that drew that up that way. Um, just because of the fact that we don't see too many six nothing uh, football games, um, you know, in 2021. I mean, it's turned into more of an offensive game. Uh, you know, Allen kind of controlled us up front on both sides of the ball. I was really proud that we did keep him out of the end zone. Uh, you know, again, that that's not easy to do sometimes when your back's against the wall. And then I, I think the the hidden thing that probably not a lot of people would have talked about the water cooler on the next day is uh, they really controlled the kicking game. Uh, you know, yep, we were we fun. were uh, backed up quite a few times, and you know, and the offense is trying to mature. It's not it's not the proper place you want to mature on your own, like eight yard line, something uh, like that. Honor uh, factor. I see. Uh, well, nothing just by you, Bo. So that <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Um, so you know that that was what it was. Uh, you know, we we come in at halftime, and I said, look, guys, you just. It was kind of like a rocky fight. You stood in there, and the guy knocked you around, and you're only down six. Like, this is a positive. Let's come out in the second half. And, you know, we got some things drawn up, uh, some adjustments to make. And then, lo and behold, about, uh, I think, the second offensive play, we lost our quarterback. And then uh, Antoine had a nice run. And on the next play, we lost our backup quarterback. So, as you know, Bo, it's not an excuse. It's the next man up in football. But when you're on your – sophomore quarterback who hasn't taken a snap the first team huddle since maybe July 10th or something like that. Uh, we were really limited what we were able to do. I will say, I thought the kids' poise and demeanor were outstanding as he went into the game and made a couple plays for us, but uh, just not an ideal situation. And uh, I'll tell you this, and there happened to be, we get great photography from, from some of the local photographers we had our hands on two footballs that would have changed the entire complexion of this game, maybe three. And we didn't make those plays, and you have to make plays to, to win football games. And, uh, you know, we we love the effort of our kids. We got to obviously execute a lot better and coach a lot better. And, uh, you know, great focus this week. So I'm proud of our turnaround from our kids to finish that loss. And you mentioned halftime, and I, I wanted to make sure I brought this up. I mean, when you took over this program, and even the players, because we, I would talk to them after we would speak to you, and, and the players would echo the same thing, that we would see the Niles Red Dragons come out, and they would play Poland, nothing to nothing in the first half. The second half would open up, and then the, the, the wheels would come off. This team has learned to play in the second half. You know, if I think this was when you started and this team was in that mindset, 
but to be down, you know, and to come out in that second half and still hold that team, I, I really think that says a just a demeanor internally. Fair yeah. enough? As a coach, look, that's my name, and that's rightfully so. But when you can walk in at the end of that game and, and you're looking in the kids' eyes that gave you everything they had. And they did. And it was the execution. No, was it there? Um, you know, there, there's some things I could talk about. I don't think people necessarily understand where we were as a football team and, and trying to recover from losing that quarterback. But I will never – I did not yell at our, at our players. I, I, was, I was super proud of them. I, I really felt, honestly, but that, that I let them down because, you know, when you, on one level you think if you hold a team to six points, you should win, you know. So I just – what could I have done different? I go back, watch the film. I see those things that I would have liked to have done differently. Um, you know, this, this is way far off. You know the work that comes down with our film crew and that. Oh, yeah. We had lost our sideline film crew. We didn't have our iPads live. Some of those things that you can only see rewinding, you know, can only see so much in, in real time. I think there were some opportunities had we had that replay system working. Maybe we could have dialed up another play. But, again, with the sophomore quarterback in there, it, it, it was just limited. And that is not his fault in any way, shape, or form. He was more prepared than I would ever give him credit for, and I really had to pat him on the back. Um, but, you know, it was in some ways a great game for our football team. The biggest thing to me was because we came out the next day and we came back out on Monday and we practiced well. Nice. So they, they're not defeated. You're only defeated when you give up, and, and our kids certainly haven't done that. And uh, we're going to go to Alliance, and, uh, and, you know, I think we're going to play great. Excellent. And once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance located here in Niles, Ohio, on Robbins Avenue. Big shout-out to Brandon for all that he's done. And also Permani Brothers, and they're going to be giving out the Hungry Man player of the game as well, that gift certificate that goes to that player. Um, Coach, I'm going to run down some notes of some kids. Um, now, it, we talked about it last week what the big surprise was. Was that revealed? Yeah, we had our we had our first uh, we had our first award winner there. I think you know, Brandon put that out on Facebook, no secret. Uh, but you know, not everybody's on Facebook now. Very much on the podcast. So, trying to get our kids exposure as much as we can. But the State Farm Game Ball winner uh, was Antoine Gardner. Yeah, that, that came from. I, I think you probably agree with that. You know, what little production we had on offense was almost solely at the hands of Antoine. I think he had 13 carries, 82 yards. Uh, not enough carries for him, but at the same time, we, we were in, we you know, we didn't have a lot of drives. And then uh, defensively, he led us in tackles. So both sides of the football, Antoine, uh, I think uh, it was a pretty obvious choice. And, Brandon, if you're out there listening, those footballs look fantastic i mean what a big mo- i mean i think these kids are going to be so psyched to go after that and, and be able to put that on their mantle for years and years that's really something special to display so kudos for that and uh speaking of Antoine, my favorite we know right after huffman got hurt he had the he broke the big run but uh third quarter i have him the the one yard carry he had for and he had about nine uh howling tigers on his back was my personal favorite that was one of my favorite plays that's one um matt keely I mean, his intensity, he's like, he's just a fireball of electricity out there. I yeah, he's coming off a hamstring injury. We, we try to keep that a little bit quiet through the summer. Uh, but, you know, I think his wind hurt him a little bit. He'll tell you that. There's no way when you have a hamstring to get your cardio where it needs to be. I mean, we ride the bike. We do everything we can. Uh, so I expect even, you know, the great news is his hamstring held up for the whole game. Uh, and I expect once we get him, 
uh, get his fitness where it needs to be, you're going to see a kid even climb bigger and better. Yeah, he's a special player. Excellent. Um, I, uh, uh, Colton Christopher, I thought he made a couple nice plays. I mean, I thought he had a uh, nice special teams tackle. I think he made a nice pass deflection in the fourth quarter. Um, Nate Coots with the big hit. I think he pat knocked himself out after that. Yeah, he uh, it was it was a great hit. Um, you know, you got to try to keep your head head out of there. But it's, you know, the big game moves so fast that that's not always easy to do. Um, he he went down. We held him out the rest of the game, and uh, you know, precautionary. Those head injuries, you don't want to mess around with that. But he's been medically cleared, and he'll he'll be good for this week. I was really impressed. Uh, you know, he didn't get to play all that much, but. Uh, he kind of flashed early in that game, and, and we thought that'd be the case. He practices hard, only a sophomore, but uh, we expect big things out of him. And, uh, I, I thought Brad Isabella. Um, he he almost had a tackle for loss, but the thing that impressed me most was uh, he almost made a play behind the scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage. But the kid burst upfield 12 yards, and was at the feet of the guy being tackled. And, you know, he could have said once he was behind the line of scrimmage, the ball was already upfield. He could have said, you know what? But now nah, he didn't. He, he hustled that bar down. You know, you're touching on something there, Bo. So we went back. We talked about this in the winter. We're like, what are all the little things we can do to become a better football team? And we identified loafs. So being lazy uh, on the football field as a, as a point of emphasis to say we're not going to loaf. So when you miss a tackle, what do you do? If, if you stand <laughs> and watch a guy go by because you miss, that's a loaf. So we've been tracking those. I mean, usually only track the positive, but we're trying to track these to, to get rid of them. And, uh, so, you know, it's nice to see that show up because, you know, maybe in the past we, we do stand there and watch it. And we weren't low-free, uh, but I think that's one of the reasons why we only lost by six. I think I remember a year ago we lost, we gave up 40-some to these guys. Right. Uh, so I think our running to the football, you know, even when we think maybe we're not going to be in on the tackle, you can still get a loaf there. So um, it's hard not to get one, and you got to be in shape not to get one. But uh, when you see things like that show up, we think that maybe, you know, emphasizing running the football, that's going to pay for Yeah, got a good hustle by Noah Durr. I thought, you know, he just, it seemed like two was just kind of around the ball a lot. Um, Merlo, um, he made a couple big plays. I, you know, I, I think back in, uh, where I know I have him, uh, him Merlo and a company, a minute left, a uh, minute 34 on the final drive. You know, they came up big. He had a big stop, a yeah. big TFL. Yeah. 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 And I think they even put, I just love the fight in this team last uh last Thursday night. And like I said, and if I missed anyone, folks, again, I'm just trying to, I call 11 guys do 11 different things at once, but, you know, as I try to track it and certain things pop up, and you see I have stuff scribbled all throughout the side. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Huffman, I got, you know, Huffman gets hurt and uh, gets the big shot. And I said, ask coach on the penalty, um, you know, and by the way, you were also called Steve Perry. I mean, that, that's I've been called a lot worse. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a compliment. So, if I yeah. could sing like him, I'd but, uh, well, you know, what were your discussions? I mean, when after Huffman got hurt, I mean, you know, you seem a little a little fired up. Well, they, you know, <laughs> we did. We retaliated. And then they, yeah, they, big, they called they called us on a on a late hit. Yeah. You know, you can love when your offensive <laughs> line is pick up your quarterback. Big but, toss by 64. Yeah. After Huffman. And, uh, you know, I guess. You know, the coach are always begging and pleading, but I felt there was a lot of stuff on the other side of the football team doing to us that wasn't called. And then the one time we retaliated, we get it. But that's that's a lesson, right? You always they always catch the second guy. Um, you know, the hit on Huffman, that's one of those plays that just has to be removed from football. It was a scary hit, and uh, you know, thank you, thank God he popped right up. Uh, you know, afterwards, but uh, you know, you can only take so many shots of those, and your career's over. So I'm. Um, I'm very, very thankful that that wasn't worse for Andrew. 
and uh, you know, thankful that again the penalty was was called, but you know those are the plays that got to be removed from the game. That play, I, I agree with you, Coach. Before we turn the page, as Bob Seeger would say, and we move on to a preview of Alliance real quick, um, I'm I'm going to go with the hungry Permanis player of the game. Um, I, I just love the intensity of Steely. I mean, it just he was always he won't turn down the sandwich. I'll tell you that. I mean, him just rooting. For, I mean, he was. I mean, each time I looked into the crowd, I mean, he was just trying to get everybody motivated, and I, I loved how he protected Huffman. I mean, that was a that was a that was like a Papa Bear, Mama Cub type thing. Right. I mean, right when it happened, he reacted. <laughs> and you know what? As a coach, you never want to see, but internally in the game of football, you got to protect the quarterback. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Here's what I told the official. That's exactly <laughs> what he should have done there after that. Hit. I mean. <laughs> He, you know, we don't coach that, but at the same time, if your kids don't want to do that, then they're not invested the way you want. I mean, you know, I, I just – it's a penalty. It's kind of like baseball. Like, yeah. You know, you don't want to hit anybody, but sometimes you got to back a guy off the mound a little bit. Yeah. And, and, our, and our offensive linemen, they were they were visibly shaking. You know, Huff's their guy. I'm sure they took it personally that it happened. Actually, if you go back to the play, it was great protection. Uh, Allen covered it well. Huff was smart to tuck it down. And uh, he was trying to get down to, you know, to protect himself. But, you know, unfortunately, he took that shot to the head. And, uh, you know, I, I will never encourage Keeley to do that, but I certainly understand it, and I understand the mentality of it. The best part of that, though, is quite simply this, and this happened last year against Strother. The play after that, we came out with more intensity and ran, and we had a 50-yard And Gardner took off yeah. the next play. And that's what you want, you know. But the, on the other part of it, you don't want to have to have something like that have to happen, like, why can't we play that on play one? Right. So harness that intensity without having to be because of one of our players. Got to go. And one more question before I talk about Alliance. Ever been involved for a game where you're down to your third-string quarterback? I don't think so. I mean, that's a rarity. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, not three quarterbacks <laughs> and four players. I mean, that, yeah. that, that, that's a record. You know, but again, I'll talk about Chris Rochard, the, the poise and uh, – uh, confidence that he went in with was yeah, nice encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very and, good job. Uh, you know, so that that I think was one of those little uh, positives we put in the positive bucket of it. Excellent, Coach. Well, preview to Alliance, Any, anything to touch base on? Well, to rewind two years, we didn't play them last year because of COVID. We only played our league schedule. Uh, but we went down there two years ago, and one of the more exciting games that, that I've been a part of uh, at, you know, any school I've been at. So, uh, we were down early, came back, uh, had a little stand at the end. That, that game had a little bit of everything. Um, so, you know, I'm sure they, they're going to be looking forward to, you know, avenging that. And, you know, we get to go down to Mountain Union, one of the best programs in all of football at any level, and play on their field. And, you know, sometimes have a charter bus for us. We're going to seminars to eat. It's one of those nights where it's, it's pretty cool to be uh, be a Red Dragon and, uh, Niles and Alliance have a ton of history going back 60 years. I, I think those Alliance games were instrumental in Niles when they were on their big runs and state championships and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's it's a game that we look forward to. And they lost their first game to uh, Uniontown Lake, but Uniontown Lake's a, a heck of a program. So, uh, you know, you're going to see some good, good athletes from Alliance, and we're going to have to be on the top of our game to, to go down there and get a win. I thought that was well, for me personally, and I don't know. I, you're, you're, the team's winning alliance a couple of years ago. I thought that was one of the biggest, bigger wins of this program. Yeah, it really. I mean, we ended up seven and three that year, but uh, I thought that set the tone for uh, you know. We talked about a team that didn't quit that night. Uh, it was really, really special for us, and tons of guys made plays. 
And, uh, you know, the, the guy from uh, the reporter from Alliance actually called me, and I, we talked for about an hour. And he, he said, boy, I was disappointed we didn't play you guys last year. I want to see that quarterback again. And, and I think that was maybe kind of like that Leonard's coming out party that night uh, as a junior. He made a lot of plays there. And uh, that's a big guy. I want to give yeah. Zach a little shout-out. I, I saw on Twitter today, he's down in Ohio Wesleyan, and um, the football Twitter um, had him as offensive player of the day today. Um, and those guys are in that camp grind kind of kind of thing. So pretty cool for a freshman to, to get that award. So he's obviously, as we would expect, turning heads down there. I've heard Chipper, uh, you know, up in Tiffin's having, having a good camp too. So our guys going on a plan at the next level. That, that's fun stuff to see that going on. And you had a hand in that, Coach. We appreciate you. Uh, tell us our featured Red Dragon player spotlight this week. Uh, I think we have one of our captains coming in, Nikki Arnott. Nick's a uh, uh, two-year starter for us. and. Uh, He's he's a guy that you know he got voted captain, but he really emerged as a captain. I thought in spirit uh, this summer, you know, and those those one group of seniors leave, you always wonder who's gonna who's gonna step up in there. And uh, uh, Nick is one of those first guys to come out and has been vocal and been a nice mentor to the young players. And you know, I think he's a pretty cool kid to have on the podcast here. He, he's he's what I like to think our program, he emulates all the things, positive things we like to say that our program's about. And I'm quite sure in your conversation here, you'll hear a bunch of those things. Awesome. Well, Coach, we thank you. We wish you safe travels and a win to bring back from Alliance. And uh, we're going to talk with Nikki Arnott. And as you guys know, Coach is going to go. He's going to leave here. Go kit. Go get Nikki. And if you miss any of these shows in their entirety, you know you can check them out at Blog Talk, Spotify, Apple Music, and if you listen on uh, Apple Music, I know you can uh, kind of adjust the rewind, fast forward. I know Blog Talk doesn't allow that, so sometimes you guys want to fast forward, Coach and I, and just skip to the players. You can do that, and, and it's kind of a lot. Or if you just want to miss and go back to a section that you just missed before, um, that's also an opportunity. And again, getting back to these game notes, um, if I miss any of the players out there, don't think that your uh, your kid wasn't out there busting tail. It's just something I missed. And uh, as promised, Nikki, you're not. Nick, welcome to the program. Thank you. How are you doing? I, I'm wonderful. Um, are you ever are you familiar with the podcast at all? A little bit. A little bit. Well, it's it's high high definition studio here. It's nothing yeah. like you would see on ESPN yeah. or Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these shows uh, sometimes they're in the coaches, sometimes they're in the old coaches' room, and uh, today we found a nice niche yeah. just doing them here in the gym. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, football. I say Pop Warner Pee Wee was football your favorite sport back in the day, or were you a basketball, baseball kid? Yeah. Well, I actually first started playing in middle school in seventh grade. But okay. I've always really had that passion and love for football. So, um, you know, football was always my favorite sport, but okay. sometimes my mom, my mom would let me play tackle, so I'd play flag. And then football in seventh grade just became my biggest passion. Um, right now, and I'm a senior, and I'm and a captain. Yeah, and a captain. Very excited for this year and ready to go be the Lions. I mean, everybody wants it, especially going into your final year. But I mean. Uh, was it in the back of your mindset to carry yourself as a captain? Was that something you were trying? To, you know, I mean, everybody. But when you found out, did you? Think? Oh, for sure. I was. It was one of my goals when I first started out in this program. Yeah. You know, all the there's we're a team 109 here in um, Niles, and it's a great honor to be a captain, one of the 109th captain here at Niles, and just a very great honor and humble. Now you carry yourself in a way where people consider you a leader and a captain. Yes. After you get that title bestowed on you. I mean, how do you walk into the locker room the next day? It's a little weird. It's a little weird, but I know that all my te- my teammates and my coaches they um they count on me to be a leader, and that's just what I'm going to do. Hold my teammates accountable and myself. 
from the time you arrived where you're at now, I mean, variety of positions to where you are today, or did you just kind of always? Honestly, no, I've only played, I play corner and wide receiver, and those are the only two positions I've ever played. One, I'd say in eighth grade, I played a little bit of outside linebacker, but that was really it. I've been a corner and wide receiver my whole life. Would you prefer one over the other? I'm a defensive guy, personally. I like nice. making tackles and interceptions. There's just something yeah. fun. I mean, oh, yeah. football, when you, you're talked to a football player, uh, there is something fun when they oh, say, yeah. I got a defensive mindset. Yeah. Um, I love hitting people. I love doing that. Yeah, and, then, and, that's, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anybody that anybody at that next level that you try to know? I mean, if, if you know, well, you've watched say, that next level, even college or, yeah. or pro? I'd say, well, the best cornerback, in my opinion, right now in the NFL is Jalen Ramsey. He's pretty much a lockdown corner. He's very, very physical. So I like, I like playing physical at the line of scrimmage. I'd say I'd emulate my game after him. All right. Now I, I don't. Now a coach would probably, and these guys would probably not uh, like you to probably say you are a trash talker. But you know, uh, that is a little bit of a diva position on the yeah. defensive side. I mean, when you're out there on that island, mm-hmm. as they like to say. I mean, I'm lining up against Mickey Arnott. Mm-hmm. It's third and eight. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. Are you going to say anything to me? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to win my matchup and I'm going to do the talking. So what if I start chapping at you? I'm not going to say you nothing. Just kind of remain quiet. Stay even, even field and stay in the game, stay in the moment. Now, I want to applaud you and it's all your teammates. I thought, and I really you see on my notes, um, the previous classes when program, and I even talking to the guys that were, you know, young in the program, they had to learn to close that second quarter. Yeah. And you guys were tight first half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure in the, maybe, some, maybe some of the players, parents, fans in the stands, they thought this is going to be that old dragon. Mm-hmm. But you guys were resilient, man. You came out in that second half. You played as hard as you did in the first. Had a chance at the end. One drive. You could have won seven to six. Yeah. What was that like? locker room right? And what do you know about this team in terms of the fight? Well, going into the half, we were all very confident, you know, um, it was a little bit of adversity, but we all know that we were still in the game. It was still a game at that point. And, um, well, what we know about our team now is that we're very resilient. And right. We know we're on our third quarterback right now, and we're <laughs> in full confidence that we're full confidence in him. And um, he did very well for not really getting that many reps in practice. And um, I think it just says so much about us and how we practice. And we're just a very resilient group. It is, and I, like I said I, I was just so proud. I mean, I'm sure you didn't know. I mean, even the end, what I put, love the fight, exclamation! I just, I love the fight that you guys. I mean, you know, didn't end up your way. And you, you. talk to the coaches coming in. I mean, if I'd have told you before Thursday mm-hmm. night that Town's going to score six points, you would have probably been like, "Well, I'll bet the house we won this football game." <laughs> right, right. And but that's, I mean, there's some strange statistics mm-hmm. out there. Um, Alliance this week, and that's going to be a big, uh, big game. Uh, you know, Mount Union, like, you know, yeah. the university. Uh, for you, though, I mean, looking at this team, I mean, any personal goals that you kind of want to do? I mean, it's we, we know you won first, but, I mean, just, I mean. I'd say, because I got really good athletes over in Alliance, you know, we got to contain their speed. So I'd say, for me, defensively, just not allow as many completions because, you know, they, they throw a lot of quicks, so, I mean, I guess completions are bound to happen, but my job is to limit the big plays, and that's what I'm, that's what my goal is on defense. And for offense, we're leaning a little bit on the run game because we have a third stringer, so I'd say good blocking on the outside and um, plays in the passing game to right. fill my team for a win. 
Awesome. Well, Nick, we appreciate your time. Before we close things out, we, we call it bring it out, and there are a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with some I'm of them? All right. Um, who's your closest teammate and why? I'd say my closest teammate is offensive lineman, uh, right tackle, James Howe. Um, I've known James since I was a little kid, and I know his dad very well, and we used to go to the same school together when we were very, very young, so I'd say him, yeah. We've had a very good relationship ever since. Awesome. Um, how about this one? Are you a better singer or a better dancer? Oh, I'd say neither, but um, <laughs> probably a dancer. I, can, I can't sing all that. All right, so when prom rolls around, Nick, is definitely right. this. <laughs> and uh, the final one, um, could be anyone in your family, um, if just say you guys win the game tomorrow night and you can have a celebratory meal when you come home Friday night or even Saturday afternoon, sure. who's the best cook in your family and what would you want that person to prepare? For sure, my papa. He's he's a great cook. He prepares <laughs> some sort of pasta. I'm Italian, so any sort of pasta with me would be fine. But my papa cooking sounds very good to me. That Italian background, so uh, you, you could you could alienate yourself from some family members. Yeah. I mean, they take. I'm sure there's a lot of people in your family who oh, take yeah. pride in, oh, in yeah. their, their pasta. Oh, yes. I guarantee if they listen, somebody's going to give you a little. Uh, they're going to be like, hey, well, mine's not as good as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom probably <laughs> but, Yeah. Nick, fabulous stuff, man. And again, uh, fantastic job by you and your teammates this weekend. I know you guys came up short, but, uh, I, you know, I, I love the fight. And I think that's just something that the residue of that game, I think, can carry the better, better things just because you guys fought so hard. But with that said, we appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck to you guys. And Alliance and you folks out there, we always appreciate you guys. Remember, um, big shout out to Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance for the game ball, um, Primani Brothers for the gift certificate, and also Spotify, Apple Music, Block Talk Radio. We appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.